I can't keep the song from playing on my title. <laughs> because be- it's at the top. It's at the top. Yeah. So the second I hit play on biking, I am now forced to listen to Die, Die for, for You. You know. And I'm like, low key, this is goals. High key, this is not real. This is propaganda. This is fake as fuck. This song is old as fuck, but you know, we got we got old footage with like <laughs> we did 20 seconds the of fact new that footage. Beyonce is giving us old and she's like, you don't get my anniversary when I'm celebrating my anniversary. <laughs> no, you can have these old ass images. These are the family portraits that, you know. I let y'all engage as family in. Yes. But beyond that, yeah, we're we going to give y'all 15 more seconds on this. Yeah. But, uh, this ain't even the full song. Half <laughs> this song is still reserved for Jay-Z. <laughs> when she says, I go to sleep, I wake up just to sleep with you. Why I got fingers if I can't touch your spine? Your spine. Like, not your skin. Your spine. I want access to the thing that I can potentially paralyze you with. Girl. But I want to caress it with my love. Her teeth as confetti. (laughs) I'm like, which is it, Beyonce? It's both. Who? I'm like, I don't know who's loving like this, but goddamn. And you know I don't know after the fuckery of giving relationship advice to someone who wasn't even going through a tough breakup. What I know for sure is, I don't know nothing about a billion dollar love. I don't know nothing about that. That's not in my tax bracket. I don't even know how y'all transfer checks up there, let alone I don't know how y'all decide to fall in love. Like I have never been in the elevator with that kind of access to power, so I'm just going to take your word for it, Beyonce. If you want to wake up to sleep with this nigga and chop off your fingers and toes... Just to love on him, then by all means. Create all the imagery narratives that you need to, because I'm here for I am watching front row, (laughs) consuming every bit of it. My voice box (laughs) just to sing for you. Why not? I'll have heart surgery just to be for you. Just morbid as fuck, but lovely at the same time. But it's also, you know. <laughs> I just want to tell the young kids out here that it is totally believe in love. However, that. Keep your fingers, kids. Keep your fingers, at least until you finish, you know, undergrad. I don't know. Don't just keep that for the kids. Mary J. Blige need to hear this too. Yo. <laughs> somebody needs to go talk to Mary J. Blige because that Breakfast Club interview was absurd because Mary J. Blige is old as fuck. Still talking about giving her all to these niggas. But you know what? We're going to pause because we need. I can't do it. I can't do it without having the conversation about how Janet Jackson and and Mariah Carey are giving us the blueprint. But let's get in this. We already told you, Oprah done taught y'all. The Listen. nigga ain't quiet. He ain't for you. And if and if Pat Pustin told you anything, he must be because in support of you. Goddamn. No comment or yes, she's the greatest rapper alive. Thank you. Thanks. We have matching furs. <laughs> Four. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> this is Amber J. Phillips, the high priestess of Black Joy. And this is Jazz again in the South. And you are listening to the Black Joy Mixtape. Daniel Sun, that's the one. Peter Pan, pick up, pick, 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 pick up. Piper, 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 piper
Peter Piper, 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 Oh, Lord, baby, you too loud, baby. Yeah. Daniel, son, we live, baby. Just don't stop dancing, baby. Oh, yeah. Hold up, Dan. Hold up. <laughs> that's you know the what? one. That's the one. <laughs> Hi, Jasmine. Hey, Amber. Hey. Y'all, our nigga Charlie Murphy gone. Man. So sad. That was rough. This week kind of fucking sucked, didn't it? I, man. So, Charlie Murphy, for me... Like, as a person who just loved the Dave Chappelle show, especially seasons one and two. Yes, ma'am. That news hurt my feelings. It really did. Blouses. What did the five fingers say to the face? (laughs) You did. Like, when I tell you when that show was out and our broke asses didn't have cable... Niggas would go to houses, listening on conversation in first period to make sure we picked up everything from the little bit of information. Because this was before Twitter. You ain't going to be able to read no recaps. Ain't no lovey. We'll get there. You just start early, huh? <laughs> Anywho, there was no recaps, but... Black kids, like the kids we went to school with, like we lived to be able to come back and laugh about Dave Chappelle yes, with each much. other as we were turning in our algebra homework. Like, Easy. Uh, just so sad and so brilliant. My, like my freshman year, I had the Dave Chappelle DVD, the yes. seasons one and two. Yeah. And it was a hot commodity in the dorm. Like yes. people would come through to watch or I would bring it to somebody else's room. Yep. <laughs> we would just watch it. Mm-hmm. Just hours. So I went, unfortunately, I went to a predominantly white women's college. I went to a women's college and it was predominantly white. So when I tell y'all I know white women, I know white women like the back of my hand. <laughs> So we didn't have that. I was more of a sex in the city type of person at that point. <laughs> so we just going to jump in. RIP to our um, our homie, Charlie Murphy. Very okay. sad news. Um, if you don't know who Charlie Murphy is, please. I know people are acting like you can't, you know, uplift past works of black people as they fuck up currently. But you should definitely watch the first two seasons, at least, of the Dave Chappelle show when it was good and it was just amazing. All right, y'all. So we have to talk about part of our show that I hate the most. (laughs) White people have no (laughs) self-control. And goddamn did they show they ass this week. Girl. Where shall we start? Uh, Well, let's just get nine out the way real quick. Yes. Why don't we? So I want to use nine this week. And to explain why we don't really know what Nine is up to, <laughs> because it's confusing as fuck. It's a plot out of 1984. It actually. really is. Um, if you all have ever heard of fascism, we are currently, um, that is what some of our political analysts have put us in, a time of fascism. Um, and the Washington Post did an article back in 2016, October, to really describe what that means and what that looks like. And the reason why I'm talking about it is because Trump, the headline in um, The Hill, 
is that Trump has literally flipped on about four things this week. <laughs> what were those four things? So one of the things was that... And when you say flipped, what you mean? I mean that he took one position uh-huh. and then was like, psych, nah, this is what I really think. <laughs> but psych, nah, that might change this week too. Mm-hmm. Kind of like um, how he cares about his staff. One week, Carrie Ann, Kellyanne is a rising star. The next, she might be released. Barefoot. On the couch. On the couch, you know. Where just, all the black people in the Oval Office. Just, just on, on the out. <laughs> Nobody want to go to that. Nobody wants to go to that <laughs> HBCU event. Except for Paris Denard. Like, what? <laughs> and she had to take the fucking picture. Like, yeah. Yeah, she was on the outs like shit. She was making coffee that week like yeah. a motherfucker. Please take me back. Please, <laughs> Trump. I'm trying to be with you, daddy. <laughs> she woke up just to sleep with you okay so one of the biggest things that he flipped on this week is around china which you know was a big part of his campaign is how much china is fucking us up meanwhile half his shit is made over there um, but he said Even the stuff from the campaign was made from China. Girl, they'll make all of America it. great again. <laughs> Caps made in China. Made in China, brought to you by China, by China, for China, here in the US. Okay. Okay, great. So basically, Trump has said that he was going to really hold firm in letting us know that China is a currency manipulator. <laughs> like they just went through a bad breakup or some <laughs> shit. I don't like China. They manipulate our currency. To now Donald Trump this week is saying, I would never call China a currency manipulator. And it's not going to show up in the report either. And it's not going to show up in the report. And actually, the American dollar is really strong right now. It's too strong. And then he says it's too strong (laughs) because the American people trust me. But the news is a bunch of hoes and liars. (laughs) And they're also incorrect, but y'all trust me. So the dollar is strong. China's not a, a manipulator, but they kind of are. So stuff like this, in addition to him saying that NATO was um, obsolete to now saying they are no longer obsolete. So NATO is the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, also called North Atlantic Alliance. NATO basically helps us decide who we want to attack in war. <laughs> So he called them obsolete, but now saying they are no longer obsolete since, you know, we're engaging in war and all this other shit. But I'm, and not engaging in war. And not engaging in war at the same time <laughs> because Syria actually doesn't use gas, but, you know, they're not as bad as Hitler who hasn't used gas. Like, we're watching history being rewritten in real time mm-hmm. from our most powerful position in mm-hmm. office. And his squad, like Rex Tillerson, the Secretary of State, isn't helping either because he's talking very sternly about China. One moment has a meeting with China, comes out the meeting with China like, oh, this is promising. Now, a few minutes ago, he was like, I don't know if me and us and China going to coexist. Lit- we said that on the mixtape probably <laughs> like two episodes ago, that they were legit at a press conference. <laughs> Saying we don't know how much longer we can exist on planet Earth with China. Yes. And now we're friendly with China. But these are all characteristics, as the Washington Post has laid out in an article called How Fascist is Donald Trump? There's actually a formula for that where they described all the characteristics of fascism. And I just want to read off a few, not all of them. Okay. 
just really paint the picture for y'all. The glorification of violence and readiness to use it in politics has happened. Uh, one of my favorites is the lost golden age syndrome. Make America great again. Take us back to whatever magical place. <laughs> I don't know that life as a black person who has studied our history. But you will never know that life because as you can see, black folks and melanated people worldwide is being drugged. Girl. <laughs> Left and right. Left and right. Being barred from entering countries um, are indiscriminately being bombed. I mean, I, I don't know what else you need to know. There's police everywhere, all in these communities, police on the plane, just police. I'm everywhere. tired of all these snakes in these planes and these police. <laughs> <laughs> these motherfucking police on these motherfucking planes. <laughs> I ain't never known TSA to stop a crime since I saw Get Out. Like, that's the only time I've seen effective use of TSA. But going back to this fascism piece, <laughs> I definitely urge you all to learn more about it, to read more about it. Other characteristics are like leader of a cult, um, self-definition by opposition, right? The times where Donald Trump is really defining himself by like, we're not deplorable or describing the news as fake. Um, mm -hmm. Even though we know that just because somebody is challenging you or asking you a question, which we should always do in U.S. government in a democracy, that's what, what I thought made America great. Um, that those are all characteristics of trying to confuse us. Every week we're in a new space when it comes to U.S. politics because we don't have any transparency and we don't know what's going on. And if you don't want to read, like, you know, the definition of fascism or anything, I encourage everyone to read 1984. Yes. Um, 1984, the main character, Winston, works at the Ministry of Truth, for instance, mm -hmm. where they literally are doing what we're describing one headline one day says one thing and then the next day or within the next hour it will say something totally that totally contradicts what was just said mm -hmm. and the issue with that winston talks about it is it creates confusion and manipulates people and people don't know who or what to trust right. they just have to comply with the government and just feel that big brother so they have big brothers watching you like there's supposed to be this so-called safety and big brother or the government just handling it so at some point there's going to be a moment where it doesn't matter whether or not china is a currency a quote-unquote currency manipulator which is just a term it's just a phrase right but it it won't matter because it'll be a moment where they'll just tell us don't worry about it we got it Mm -hmm. Like the government will start just just being like, yeah, y'all don't worry about that kind of stuff. You know, we we have relations under control. Next thing you know, ain't no telling how this will turn out. Right. <laughs> and we saw that again with Sean Spicer this week. Again, right. I mentioned that the reason why the media has to do so much of like hearing what he's saying, repeating it back, asking him what he means by it is because he's trying to create confusion confusion and a false reality mm -hmm. 
everybody learned in elementary school that Hitler gassed Jewish people. He gassed the citizens of his country as the leader of his country. And for Sean Spicer to compare that or to uplift Hitler in any way of being not as bad as Syria or like he didn't stoop so low as to use gas as if he didn't try to annihilate a whole group of people, um, a whole class of people and races of people is just... Why Why are we doing this? How did we get here? How did we get here where we're literally worshiping people that we, at fe- it felt like we were all clear, we're not good. We're not good people. I mean, it totally makes sense in the trajectory of this administration. Mm-hmm. So we did have Holocaust Remembrance Day, for instance, and didn't mention the Jews. During <laughs> Black History Month, F- Frederick Douglass was alive. This month, you know, Hitler wasn't and, that uh, bad. Abraham Lincoln was somehow a really big contributor to black history. Right. So, I mean, these folks aren't interested in keeping our current reality close to truth. What mm. What is their incentive to keep history intact? Girl. History can say exactly what they want it to. And that is how last week, for instance, what happened with that rule, that they and one political the moment, option, yes. the nuclear option. They managed to recreate history. The woman goes, hey, that doesn't go for a SCOTUS pick. <laughs> I I think it does. Yes. Bam. So just and now we the- have this new SCOTUS pick that literally this is a position you'll have for the rest of your life. And you didn't go through any checks and balances. And who knows where that will stop, you know? Mm-hmm. So we saw that for the first time and it's being upheld, right? Who's to say that that won't be the case next president, the president after that, right. you know? Who knows? Maybe, you know, there'll be third term presidents. Like the book. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. And that's what it, that's why it's important. Or at least we should have, we cannot get fatigued Mm -hmm. on these. Because that's also what this confusion is about, right? To make people really tired. But the thing is, this is literally our job, especially the people who have the privilege of literacy. Yes. Because we have told you all time and time again, as education becomes increasingly privatized, literacy is becoming more of a privilege than it is a human right. Mm-hmm. Especially when we have places like Detroit where like there are courts saying we do not owe children a quality education, right? So <laughs> we cannot get fatigued. We have to be like, look, I don't get tired. Y'all can keep saying all this contradictory stuff. I'm still gonna be here demanding an investigation like Maxine Wall. Hello. An independent in investigation. And I'm also going to say impeachment, impeachment, impeachment. Like, I mean, all roads get are leading that way. Right. And you, we just don't get tired. We on that Kevin Gates shit while also <laughs> not being on that Kevin Gates shit. Because yeah, no. Trash. Um, so, yeah. Um, Excellent. So, we're just trying to. Also break these things down to y'all, like Mm -hmm. of what the moment is that we're in and why it's so important for us to actually not just use the word resistance, but to think of ways to protect our people, to build um, community and to build alternatives to our U.S. government, because we're we're being we're only a couple months in at this point and still things are not getting easier. My calendar say April. Yeah, it seems like the the real governing practice of the GOP right now isn't actually to even create 
new laws and bills or what have you. They're just going through and undoing anything that Barack Obama ever did during his presidency. Well, for now, that's yes. like the first phase. Step so one. this is step one. I don't, if now that's what it looks like. step one. I mean, but it's also creating, so the bombs in Syria. So what we know or what we've hinted at is this, this budget that Donald Trump has proposed is slashing all of these programs. We talked about it on the mixtape mm-hmm. where all is where all that funding that was cut is going to defense right so we're in a moment where we are potentially preparing for a war that they are also telling us that we aren't preparing for right right but the budget says the budget <laughs> looks like we put something away for this <laughs> and they and, and you know Democrats in Congress are trying to claim you know we can't go to war without a Congress vote. That has literally we have not followed that rule for quite some time now. The law detector and the history show that that's a lie. Like <laughs> nobody wants to put their vote into a war that America potentially loses, right? And mm-hmm. if we actually look at the wars, you know. The winds ain't looking very winnable, right? You know, it was just like we just gonna stop doing this. <laughs> like that has Girl. been the conclusion of a lot of wars in recent history. That's the nature of imperialism as well, constantly creating situations to maintain power. Right. All right. So next up, um, where's Kylie when you need her, bitch? Because Kylie who? <laughs> Because United and Delta is out here fucking up. Well, Delta been fucked up. Oh, girl. That was months ago. Yes, that was months ago. But let's start with United this week. As many of you all probably saw, a man was literally dragged out of his seat for one of those moments in the airport where they offer you a $200 voucher to give up (laughs) your seat and take a new plane because the motherfucker's full. Dr. David Dow was dragged out of his seat this week. Screaming. Screaming. Clearly terrified. Snatched up from his seat by the airport police. Chicago. And dragged off the plane because allegedly this plane was too full. They asked him to get off the plane. And he was like, no, nah, I got to go home. I have to go. And they were like, the fuck you do? <laughs> the thing that makes it so funny, though, for real, like... <laughs> I'm just so United computer system was fucked up (laughs) just didn't eject the people in zone (laughs) 8 cause you know American got 8 zones now is it United well United definitely got a solid 6 I know that for sure cause I was on one flight getting on uh I was in 3 and then I fucked around and missed my flight and I ended up in 5 and I just was like how did I end up down here I literally thought I was having to come up at one point on my American miles when I started getting zone 2 and now I'm in zone 8 for some reason I didn't even know y'all had eight zones. The point remains. The point remains. You can't let people get on it because your computer system messed up. You know, you got to start giving out them $1,000 vouchers. Like, you, you got to get one of the flight attendants right. to get on that phone thing. Get on that intercom and say, we are offering $1,500. Boy, do we have seats. a deal for you all today. <laughs> The first person to get up out their seat is going to get what? 
a thousand dollar voucher ding, to ding, anywhere ding. you want in the country. Please move quickly and remove your things from the top bin and shut them. Things tend to move around during takeoff and landing. Girl, the only reason why I bring this up, because I read an article uh, this week by this white woman talking about how her and her family grossed like over $10,000 by deferring their flights. What? Yes, girl. Because they just overbooking flights. So even before this drag, which was interesting, because I was like, I didn't know the United thing had happened. I just remembered this article talking about how all these airlines are really messing up and overbooking. Like, apparently, yeah. systemically, it's just been happening for whatever reason. And this white woman who was feeling really accomplished for herself, her husband, and her multiple kids, she got <laughs> credits for each of them. And they went to the airport like three or four times or something like that, ended up getting like over $10,000. Wow. That's a come up. That is a come up. And I'm just like... Capitalism, man, is really destroying you all's morals. The fact that it's okay to drag people off for a mistake that isn't even theirs, and now I'm going home with a bloody nose. Congratulations to him for getting financial compensation for Uh, what happened to him. Because he... Because he, he clearly... I can imagine that being very traumatizing, but also what we know is a lot of people never even get to go through this process of their time being made up in any way what happened to them so i am grateful that um he has been able to have this conversation that united is losing money that other airlines now have to get their shit together so this can stop happening but also the tragic thing to me is how the media is now of course dragging him instead of these airlines because i haven't heard anybody talk about what you just said around how systemically they're overbooking flights system and this is just one of those friendly look at me i'm a mom blogs you know but it also just this also highlighted the fact that airport security was about to they they were thinking about giving these folks guns girl please don't don't do so it. because of this situation they were like oh we no that's not a good idea no and hopefully De-escalate. they continue this path because the way they snatched him out of their seat apparently they need to learn well maybe they shouldn't exist that's that's another thing the fact that so much trauma is being enacted on people just flying, just doing simple things like going from point A to point B, is it's messed up. It's messed up. It can be very traumatizing. And the part that's interesting is that we know Dr. David Dow because mm. little did they know that this was a doctor. Right. A, a Asian man with resources. This right. ain't your, your local person in a salon y'all like to stereotype no credential but we know dr david dow's name but rima coleman's name is a little lesser known right she is the black woman who was dragged from the delta flight back in december and has recently pleaded guilty to a disorderly conduct charge or something like that Mm -hmm. and so (laughs) She had to pay a fine to be dragged off a plane. Because we thought she deserved it. Because, And not only that, the reactions to the video starkly so. different. If you listen to the... If you go back and look up Rima Coleman, Delta If you can Flight, do it. And I know a lot of folks don't like watching these things, but it's... it's to me, I watch some of them because it's important for me to know what happened. People are laughing in the Rima video. Mm. 
this. <sighs> she's also a plus size woman. She's like, silent. It's just, it's just so painful. Mm-hmm. It is that one just really hurt. And then to also know that this woman was criminalized to be publicly humiliated in that way. Mm. Her shirt is up as she's being drugged. Do you know how dirty that floor is? Gross. I drop my headphones from my ears sometimes, and I just just want to just melt by the fact of having to put Ooh. my ear back in the earbud. You mean to tell me a black woman was just drugged, her bare skin just on that floor, and then not only that, no got a criminal me. charge for it? That she paid a fine for, or people suspect she paid a fine for. So, the United Airlines CEO got on uh, Good Morning America, one of them morning shows, basically saying, uh, this will, quote unquote, never happen again. You goddamn right. Like, what what you thought? Y'all losing millions, (laughs) boo-boo. I don't think you have a choice at this point. It's the biggest public relations disaster of all um, maybe not all the time. And that's after Soul Plane came out. Okay. This is after Pepsi cast Kendall as the great <laughs> liberator, the great abolitionist, the great white hope of the Black Lives Matter movement. Like that's who we were waiting for, y'all. We're going to win now. Kylie is on our side. We've seen a tweet of support for Black Lives Movement for Black Lives, but you know, whatever. I saw the future and Kendall Jenner got us free. That's the next shirt. I've been there. <laughs> and she she was there. She snatched off a blonde wig. Lies. Just, you know, did the makeup removal thing and got us there. Oh. So that's white people <clears throat> and their lack of self-control this week. And that is white people. So, moving on to our 13 percenters. The real destroyers of the black community. Just breaking us all apart. Just to remind you all, 13%. So, that is the the percentage of black men who voted for Donald Trump. And, you know, some folks will call him Republican. I Some people call him hotips. I mean, I just feel like it's a mixed bag <laughs> of wayward black men who are, you know, getting terrible, terrible advice about how to think about society, how to think about the people they love in their lives. Mm-hmm. So, like, we at the Black Joy Mixtape, th- shout out to Malaya, who was on the show weeks ago. 13 percenters, the stories of the black community. We Y'all gonna keep- are real. Ruining it. Ruining it. Let's start off with Tyrese, why don't we? (sighs) Being aided by BET to ruin our communities, I'm also going to add. (laughs) Who, girl, when I saw this uh, tweet pop up on my, and I watched Tyrese, it was from BET, Uh and the tweet, um, he literally takes a deep breath before he says the fuckery that comes out of his mouth. And the tweet is, Tyrese has words. For promiscuous women, you hoes out there <laughs> who want to get chose, chosen as BT wrote it up, but who want to get chose. He said, you know, the promiscuous ladies out there, they stay with a man. Facts. <laughs> because guess who's also a bunch of hoes? The 13 percenters. <laughs> but he was like, these promiscuous women stay with a man because they don't have no morals. <laughs> really and this is why 
people are engaging in sexual relations with people and don't think their respect is a bare minimum because of sorry, terrible ass advice right. like this. Yeah. This is why people are out here treating women who engage in sex work, for instance. Now, of course, we in this particular case, we're talking about quote unquote promiscuous women. But let's take it there. Sex mm-hmm. workers are being murdered because quote unquote we don't love them hoes. Nope. And the fact that Tyrese is super grown. So grown. Married. We we know Tyrese not only through his music, but he became an actor off of Baby Boy, which is all about an adult man child literally being a hoe. What does a black boy call his house? The crib. <laughs> John Singleton knew he was fucking it up with this Willie Lynch-esque <laughs> black man story. Anywho. <laughs> And then he goes on to just really just like just speak about black women and I I can't because it had to, he had to be talking about black women because he said this at BET. He loves talking about black he women. He does. It's his favorite thing to do. He he enforces this myth around like loose vaginas. Like that is not a thing, Tyrese. Like it's just not real and you have made it up to give yourself some kind of moral high ground to give your wife a moral high ground but what i know for sure when it comes to black women whether we have one partner 10 partners or over 200 partners regardless when we engage in sex with you all and you all deem us as sexual human beings you immediately start to control how we exude how we represent that sexuality we're damned if we don't damned if we do and actually you shouldn't be even speaking on us right now no how about we talk about the fact that black men like you like jasmine just laid out are actually the reason why our number two cause of death is intimate partner which we keep talking about and we will get there but i just want to go back to this whole no walls thing you niggas literally don't even know human anatomy (laughs) y'all don't even know how to have good ass sex because if you did you would understand that as a woman gets more turned on hello her vag, her vagina literally opens up more. But you dry <laughs> motherfuckers wouldn't know nothing about that. You just keep trying to jam your dick into this small ass space, this dry ass space, because you ain't doing nothing to make no sure that this place is lubricated enough for your dumb ass and this rubber. <laughs> Let me say that again. Your dry ass and this rubber can squeeze itself <laughs> into this place, giving all types of bacterial vaginosis, goddamn <laughs> yeast infections, because your dumb ass don't know nothing about sex, sexual intercourse, let alone sexual pleasure. That's number one. Number one. <laughs> number, let's start here. Since we talking about loose vaginas. Let's talk about loose. It ain't because... <laughs> I just want Tyrese to shut the fuck up. I really. Just, truly. Their whole people come from... Like, do you understand how... Y'all think y'all you, dicks are stretching out? You, like, you think that? <laughs> 
people is producing whole 10 pound ass babies from down there i came into this world with a whole ass head of hair Y'all really think these y'all dicks really busting through walls? No. Most of y'all just carry magnums for decoration. Like, no. I don't... Uh, Jasmine, I gotta... <laughs> We're done. This is the last Mike Joy mix. No, no. Like, he got words for promiscuous women. I got some for his dumb ass. I got some words. <laughs> Tyree's so One, you dumb. Two, you know nothing about sex. Three, you know nothing about women. Four, who the fuck is letting you do this? Because I see that black girl with that bald head ain't fucking with you no more. Mm -mm. He's married now. I know. That's my point. But that was your queen. Yeah. Race Jones was fucking him up. We done seen you with more women than you. Your thirsty ass even tried Janelle Monae thirsty just but you got all the words and things and advice and you can't you just barely got your shit together barely you trying to bar the woman who who messed around and had your child trying to keep her from traveling and living her best life because you want to control her but we aren't supposed to talk about how your life is a mess your life is a mess Tyrese and I think you should just own that and and we can we can all get free if you own it. Mm-hmm. If you own that you don't know what you're talking about, you just out here just just trying to make a dollar, painting pictures and making a dollar, trying to know? wait for the next Fast and Furious to come out. You just hoping Vin Diesel sign on. Like do something else with your life. And I will also say, BET, this isn't going to work for us anymore. No, we need you to stop. You knew when Tyrese, when these words were coming out of Tyrese's mouth, you knew when you wrote promiscuous women in the tweet that this was actually something that was going to isolate your base, not to empower them. That's why I like Essence. Anywho, <laughs> Essence Live this week did a whole segment about trans black folks. I'm just saying, history is keeping a very accurate Bob record. Johnson is doing nothing for y'all's legacy because also during the election, that, the founder of BET was one of the people who was telling us to give Donald Trump a try. Yep. So what it, what's really going on here? What is your motive? What's your aim? Because if you are going to be responsible to the black community, we actually need you to do better and not feed us this bullshit about ourselves. Because Tyree shouldn't even been... Why was this your clip? Why was this the edit? Throw it out. This should have been on the cutting room floor. <laughs> Next. Well, T.I. decided to let game on Angie Martinez this week and decided... Lord. Well, was doing promo for T.I and tiny family hustle family the family hustle but for whatever reason decided to talk about his marriage as a distraction from his sorry old ass career so he can continue to do terrible accents in these films that he should never be cast in because he can't act in the first place and these sorry albums that should have actually stopped the moment he created ti versus tip but you know whatever and this is coming <laughs> I just want to highlight why did paper trail this? happen <laughs> why did trouble man happen like why don't we talk about that your marriage is responsible no tiny is not responsible for no, that tiny. she co-wrote no scrubs she's a legend mm-hmm. like <laughs> what what do you mean what do you mean a dist- and this is this yes this is the same T.I. who again has no gender analysis <laughs> This is the same T.I. who we were praising a couple weeks ago for writing a great clap back against Donald Trump. But apparently, like most of you niggas, you don't actually care. You care about 
trying to buck up to whiteness and white supremacy and um, folks who are apparently doing this wrong. But you don't understand that black women are also a part of this this family unit. Not to mention, I just want to say that you niggas are posturing black liberation. Somebody told you, whoever it is, I don't know if you got a hold to some old Marcus Garvey, like just some real dated, just ashy, just dry. And then goes on to talk about how he made a bad husband, but somehow it's a great he's best gonna, friend. He's going to find it. It's hard to be a good best friend. No. no, he claimed he was a good best friend. And the thing is, um, the record shows not if you keep cheating on this woman and you are literally calling the woman who's giving you almost two decades of her life mm-hmm. to bear your yellow ass kids all the yellow children i just shout out to yellow kids just but with these terrible names your majesty like i just (laughs) (laughs) don't come for the babies i'm not coming for the babies i'm coming for this terrible thing that ti is so his ego Mm -hmm. is just so he called his wife he was describing that his focus is to build a legacy for his family while also saying that the birther of this family is a the distraction. Mother. The mother, the one who is literally carrying these children. All of them. All of them. In her body, literally shifting her body. Her hips are cracking. Raising them. Raising your kids and the kids that you decide to have outside of the context of your family unit and your marriage that you have somehow built this whole uh, illusion around. A- you're saying that tiny, the mother is a distraction from you building on legacy. My God, there there has to be some kind of since y'all love Nation of Islam and Bibles. Like this don't sound like this is a part of the work. Like this sounds anti-family. This woman is anti-family, and this woman has held this man down multiple jail sentences. Mm. We done seen some real time Cola Bree love type stuff happen with this woman where she literally comes back with blue eyes <laughs> and her child come back with, with that was blue a Tony eyes. Morrison, Tony Morrison reference, y'all. The blue side is great. You all have chosen each other, but because people don't find her attractive, she has had to succumb to all of this commentary about how she look, how she don't look like she should be with T.I., et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Ain't no telling what impact it has had on her Mm self-esteem because then... Kendrick Lamar, who got commentary on who got stretch marks and what he want to see with mm. afros and all this other stuff, me with Farrakhan. Now, this is how we wrap it up. The common thread with all these folks is they love having a meeting with a Lewis, Reverend Lewis, the Farrakhan, the leader of the, the Nation of Islam, NOI, mm-hmm. which has a long history of telling women what they should and shouldn't be doing with their bodies, where they should and should be, where they should be, which is in the house and covered. And, and before, having y'all's babies. And before Farrakhan got cool again by saying volunteering uh, NOI to guard the Beyonce concerts when the police decided to strike or tried to say they was going to strike. He actually told Jay-Z, you know what? Or said in the headline, Jay-Z should make Beyonce cover up more. That's who Farrakhan is. Farrakhan in 1994 sat in front of a, a room full of women and told them, 
to make sure that y'all are still doing housework, et cetera, et cetera. Like these things are very conflated and they are saying that they are the leaders and they know what what's best for our communities. They don't. And they don't. Yeah. They simply do not. And these folks who are bragging about meeting them, whether it's Kendrick Lamar, whether it's 2 Chains, love 2 Chains. He ain't messed up yet, I don't think. T.I., all these folks are just so proud to meet this man, but they are literally extolling a lot of these same sentiments Mm -hmm. about women that's very dangerous and places women, black women specifically, as second-class citizens. And what we know about second-class citizens, whether it's at the hands of whiteness or black folks alike, somebody going to end up dead. And y'all don't even subscribe to these religious views, you though. Don't. Like, you're, so you're telling me you draw the line on the role of women, but not on any of the other principles that the Nation of Islam is built on. So you're literally cherry picking mm-hmm. the things that benefit you, which always seem to be around telling women how they should present in the world, how they should live in the world, and so on. So these things are so important for us to acknowledge and really highlight because even with the Kendrick Lamar um, humble video call out people are like oh y'all are being absurd this is too much but French how these montana come on but how these things translate over into you know our uh, material consequences and the real lived experiences of, of black women is folks like karen smith who was murdered this week in san bernardino at the hands of her husband who came into her classroom and not only shot himself and her, but managed to kill one of her students. Yep, who was standing behind her. Off of the weight of he believed that she was cheating on him. Yep. They had just been married in January of this year. Mm-hmm. That is what we're facing. Tyrese, if you would like to talk about relationships, can you please sit down your brothers and say what's going on here? What is it that is causing you all to literally murder the same women that you love, the same women that you're willing to make a Facebook video about talking about how much you love them and how much they make you happy. But then months later, months later, you are killing them. But that's the thing. They're always creating distance from the so-called this distinction with real men quote-unquote real men wouldn't harm a woman but like this was a pastor yes the numbers are telling us otherwise so this whole real and fake and all this other stuff like these folks are literally your siblings Mm -hmm. they are literally your friends i'm watching videos of y'all making jokes about when your when your male friend gets into an argument with his woman and y'all sitting up watching and then all of a sudden he draws back and hits her and y'all look the other way. Y'all are making mean videos mm-hmm. out of shit like that. Y'all and, think that's funny. Right. At some point, there has to be just given the trends that are happening in the data around homicide of black women with intimate partners. At some point, we have to stop creating all this distance and all this separation from men 
that happened in San Bernardino. I was in Puerto Rico. The same thing happened in Louisiana. It just didn't happen in the classroom. But this black man went and murdered his ex-partner and her new lover. Mm-hmm. And was trying to kill himself, but I think he was on the bridge. I don't know how that story ended. But all of these things just keep happening over and over. But we are led to believe that these are the freedom fighters. These are the chosen ones for our communities. These are the ones that got it together. Like, Farrakhan is literally congratulating Kendrick for the cultural revolution and it's like what type of revolution i don't want no kind of revolution that's gonna tell me how where when i should enter Mm. and i don't want no parts of that that ain't mine so y'all can have that dry ass shit over there in fact no no you can't have that dry ass shit over there we don't want it and the reason why y'all is gunning so hard for this is because y'all know y'all losing mm-hmm. y'all know that this, this women's sis, march is fucking y'all up this women's march this this cardi b got y'all real fucked up y'all ain't seen no shit like that huh jay-z you, keeps walking 10 steps behind beyonce y'all i mean, just can't handle that shit papoose got on a hat that he refuses to take off that says black love the only time we hear his <laughs> voice is when he celebrate remy like y'all are fighting the shade room is about to do better than world star do you understand y'all are losing it y'all are lo- y'all know that this cis hetero stuff is done it's just like these white folks mm-hmm. these white folks is turning up on these planes turning up in these streets and a white house because they know white supremacy is losing Mm -hmm. y'all know that this cis hetero shit is going down in a hand basket (laughs) one young thug skirt at a time at a time and my thing is even young thug who is like trying to do whatever like trying to enact this patriarchy this sexism and what all this other stuff is like no but he's literally in the comment section of little uzi verts instagram talking about great chain my love like you know y'all all know this stuff is constrained and Mm -hmm. it don't make make sense you can't be happy this way, y'all. Y'all can't. Y'all is dying at early ages because y'all not expressing yourselves. You ain't crying. Or Ex- moaning. Like, y'all, I sometimes when I watch the NBA Finals and somebody wins, I'm convinced most of these niggas ain't even crying about this game. This is like some built-up... Just all the trauma that didn't hit you that season and you messed around and got a ring out of it. Like, and that's when you decided to let go, let rip. And black men who listen to this, cis black men who listen to this, mm-hmm. y'all gotta step it up. Y'all can't continue just to keep riding away but being good and listening to Black Joy mixtape. Yeah. Like, y'all gotta do some work. Y'all gotta be cuts. Black women are dying Mm -hmm. at ridiculous rates at the hands of the state, at the hands of the medical field, at the hands of y'all. Yep. Y'all, y'all, you and your brothers, y'all are nerve-wracking. Like, y'all, it's rough. Even in dating, like, Jasmine and I both have so many stories of just... People who one second want to be under you and then the next second want to call you a bitch and tell you you're not worth much or punch a hole through a wall or isolate you from friends or, 
you know, not be open and transparent about their sexual history, putting you at danger. Like there's so many levels to the violence that black men enact on black women just because we happen to be in community with you. But y'all got all the advice. Yeah. But y'all have nothing to say when French Montana and Drake come out with a list around how they treat women in their lives. Or so y'all they have nothing to say. With. Y'all have nothing to say when Karuchi breaks the news that she had to file a restraining Do you order. Understand? against Chris Brown but now I gotta watch Chris Brown on my blackish how why and what for are you gonna have a cameo with Ike Turner Briss like the I don't wanna see Briss I don't wanna hear him on the hooks I don't wanna hear him on any summer jams until he has shown us black women his fan base that he can do better by us Kodak Black you don't get to have a number one hit you don't get it anymore and I can say that and still love you as my brother. But what I cannot do is to keep giving you these chances to potentially take the lives of the people you are in community with. Y'all are at the in a time where black lives are starting to matter when we are working really hard to transform these systems for you. You cannot, we're not going to do all this work and come home and be violated by you. And black Sorry, women. It's not going to happen. And this time in this liberation moment, in this liberation movement moment, black women are not allowing themselves to disappear in the background this time. Nope. We're not doing it because it didn't work. That didn't, that strategy is done. It's tired. Yeah. It doesn't serve anyone. And only uh, makes folks like Rosa Parks just die poor and alone. Zora Hurston. Et cetera. Yeah. Nina Simone, all the people who y'all don't mind sharing on these hotep ass blogs after they left. So I feel like whenever things always feel really heavy for the Black Joy mixtape, when these when these news stories come out, because they're triggering, they're hard, and we spend every week and even in our day jobs just trying to honor and support and protect black women. I don't want you all to only say my name when I'm out of here. I don't want that. I don't want... She didn't deserve it. She... <laughs> she didn't deserve it. And the fact that that shooting became a a, a big national story and then literally but stopped being a national story the second we realized it was a black woman killed by her partner. Mm. <laughs> the second y'all uplifted... But, and I'm not even trying to make a comparison of this, this man who was tragically dragged off of this airplane... But the fact that a black woman was treated the exact same way and nobody came to her defense. I care that black women are being murdered. Amber, mm-hmm. you care that black women are being murdered. We've literally been talking about this since the beginning of this show mm-hmm. and really drilled that home. Like that message got <laughs> us represented on the Breakfast Club saying that quote, they got most of y'all still hate listening to this podcast. <laughs> And I don't know if y'all noticed, but the message ain't changed. Not a bit. Quit killing black women. That's number one. Number two, get your brothers. And three, steal. The number one. The only thing that changed actually is we done found out that it's not actually number two. It's number one for women under the age of what, 35? Yep. 15 number to one 35. Killer. Number one killer. Intimate partner violence. We are being so, killed by the people we love. So, yeah, I mean, 
I don't have to keep talking about this. I really would like I y'all don't. to do I I dare someone to give us a reason to come on here and be like, look what this black man did to, to increase the violence black women are experiencing. If y'all want to talk about black on black crime and all this other shit and bullshit reasons you give for not supporting Black Lives Matter, this is actually the charge to take up. Yep. And I will also, you uh, black queens people, um, understand that you contribute to this as well. Because this distinction between promiscuous women that Tyrese is talking about and black queens, how we need to honor our black queens and treat them with respect, understand that a lot of your kindred is hearing that as the women who have stretch marks and afros are the queens, whereas the women in the wigs and tight booty jeans or whatever the fuck are not worth your time or energy. I need the viral video that gives us all humanity. So that brings us to our next segment, Black women, we love you so much. We want to say your names while you're here and give you your roses while you're here. Um, Black women, the gods. We should come up with a song for that at some point. But, you know, we just honor and love y'all. I just want to start by saying, you know, black women, the gods. Janet Jackson got half a billion dollars. Half a bill. And y'all wondering why y'all getting charged. The price is going up, goddamn. The price is going up for this. Because this this is a lot of danger to put myself in. This pussy ain't free. This pussy ain't free. (laughs) This pussy ain't free. (laughs) (laughs) Pay up, motherfuckers. Goddamn, hang a picture. Take out the trash. Cook a dinner. Roll a blunt. Because this pussy ain't free look we told you oprah we told you about mariah she ain't mariah didn't even walk down nobody's aisle and got compensated for her time janet jackson also looked at the fine print of her prenuptial agreement and just was like hmm well five years is 2017 looks like i hit my mark uh what's today yeah go ahead and file those papers i got the baby I got my money, um, but it was this was fun. Generations are now taken care of. We're good. They generations will know the name Janet Demita Joe Jackson. Come on, that's for sure. That's for damn certain. Mm-hmm. Okay, and if they ever forget, they can go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, bitch, and or the African American <laughs> History Museum of Arts and Culture. So speaking of the Blacksonian, will the Blacksonian have a printed copy of Lovey's Facebook? Yes. <laughs> 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 I need to preface this conversation. The reason why we are covering this is because we know our audience and we must report on the culture. Y'all not going to sit here and talk about Remy Ma and Nikki and not act like we ain't experiencing. Are you dumb? (laughs) Experiencing. Are you dumb? And we out of this. I don't know. Nobody in the equation. Lovey done fucked around and got on this Gucci track not saying no names. Here's what I, the only advice I have for you is at me or dat me. And you gotta remember, you gotta remember, Lovey. And I feel like Lovey should also make fun of herself. Totally. And for all you niggas that just don't follow black Twitter like that. Yes. Brief background. So Lovey (laughs) is a New York Times bestseller. Came up 
uh, in these Twitter streets through her brilliant recaps of Scandal. Amazing. Back when Black Twitter was united around this show that almost got canceled until we was like, hey. We like it. We like it and it's Thursday. This is what we doing. So, yes. <laughs> Levy used to do these recaps. Well, this led to an eventual book that makes the New York Times. She even signed a deal with Shondaland. Mm-hmm. So, she basically at the rock of television. <laughs> The She's rock the, nation of yeah. television, goddamn. So, uh, Lovey. I love Lovey. Definitely a prototype. Like, Lovey decided to take time out of her busy day <laughs> to, you know, Woo, air You should have kept that in your notes, girl. You should have kept it in your notes. On Facebook now. Now, remember, Lovey is a New York Times bestseller. So, Followers at the yin yang, but Lovey apparently just <laughs> was feeling it because just got tired of the injustice of these black mad ass activists on Twitter that's quote unquote exploiting white guilt, white guilt. So apparently she was just like people's always angry and just every time you turn around, just oppression Olympics and telling white people to hush and just being a terrible person. <laughs> These white people just, been good. So many words from some really high floor in some city that I am not in. No. Um, so then after that happened, Twitter, of course, erupts black Cause, Twitter because we love the mess. Yes. And you ain't out no names, so I feel like a lot of people was just like the headlines are conflicting, girl. You just <laughs> This is what I can grab on to. This petty shit. You speaking my you speaking my language. I don't know what Donald Trump is gonna do next. If Hitler gassed the Jews or not. But I do know how to read some petty ass messaging on Facebook. That's and record easy. on it. That's easy. That's fun at this point. Shit, this is a healthy distraction. So fall. So apparently. Of course, niggas being messy in the corner, like, and ain't real if you don't add them. So, Lovey started feeling it and decided to add the person in the comment section. This yes. is where it gets good. <laughs> this is when Remy Ma <laughs> decides to drop Sheikha. So, Lovey decided to drop the name of, what's her name? Stacy Patton. Yes. Now, I don't know Stacy Patton from a can of paint. I like, don't. I'm I, sure you're doing amazing work. I based on the Twitter streets, I just knew it was one of the Twitter niggas that just then group blew up. I think they even thought it was them. I like think that everybody was a, <laughs> a PayPal link in their bio was like, "What is Lovey is Lovey talking about me?" Anybody with twenty k followers or more in a PayPal lost it. A, a Venmo or Cash Me <laughs> link in the last week was like, "Oh, this bitch, <laughs> no." So apparently this was about right. Stacey Patton. And Stacey Patton just wasn't going for it. No. Stacey went through them archives. She went through Lovey's tweets and was like, whoa. So melanin is like important to you? Like, what that tweet say from 2014? Girl, I, I feel like this is so messy. Ugh. Oh my God. You feel like. We are petty. As you pick up the phone with the phone cover, petty black feminists. I'm going to read it. (laughs) 
according all I know love you is they grabbed your tweets and <laughs> you said you said all these things about PayPal and you said the moment when God when the God of PayPal bless you with the deposit and you hop off the couch to shout because he is always on time then that was the light work that was the light work then we got this heavy work mm. um so the heavyweight was girl uh this tweet tweeted january 9th 2014 shout out to the sorry sigmas that are listening <laughs> <laughs> you suck the tweet uh, reads <laughs> <laughs> the fact that this is 2014 this tweet is more relevant than donald trump's tax returns <laughs> The tweet reads, I'm playing about the signals. Um, I didn't know. <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> Quote, I didn't know a thing about African-Americans being slaves when I was growing up. I thought everyone had a maid and driver like I did. <sighs> it seems like you should never pick up this topic again, lovey. That's all I'm going to tell you. Lovey. And this is me playing to the middle because I love everybody. But what you have to remember is people hate black women. They just Period. do. Period. And you fell so into the trap. So let your ass is clean. You cannot. I feel like in this in this Twitter shit, like you cannot attack full groups of people off of some interpersonal conflict and hit everybody thinking you're making some moral high ground judgment when you are not perfect, which none of us are. Not well. I not mean, perfect, but the point is, Lovey was in the Black Twitter Illuminati, whatever folks is calling it, the Black Twitter elite. If you had a problem with somebody, you air out their problem before you cash them Shonda chicks. Yeah, that's otherwise it looked like you selling out. You selling out the very base that that grew your platform. It sounds like you played nice long enough to get a retweet until you no longer needed those retweets. Mm. And And now you're like, it feels like you're separating yourself out. And that's whack. That's corny. And just like Nikki, you out here trying to act like you too busy to respond. Got all the pictures. (laughs) Look at these views. (laughs) I'm busy. It's Paris Fashion Week. I'm having fun. (laughs) Girl... You, psh, no. You better call fucking Shonda and ask her. Actually, don't. Don't be like Nikki. No. Don't use your access to power to try to sweep this up. Say sorry and keep it pushing. That is my recommendation. Do not. If ooh, don't let me catch you involving Issa Rae in this. <laughs> I better not catch not a single sub shot in one of these raps on insecure this season on a youtube video vine snapchat wherever you keep this by yourself yep dapper and keep it pushing i'm telling you that's my advice and that concludes and you know black women can disagree I, that's why it's, this is still black woman of God um, because you know sometimes you just gotta air that stuff out cause lord knows of course people have to figure out how to be way more healthy and how to figure but it's all a process and I mean at, you gotta work on just doing as little harm as possible and doing no harm doesn't look like not adding the person you know or you know 
Call him. Call him. It seemed like y'all was friends. At y'all one know point. each other. Somebody got a phone number. Somebody so. can access a DM to ask for a phone number. I wonder who were the people who read over that before she hit post. Her friend. They gave you bad advice. They totally did. Let it go. Yeah. Whenever I feel myself writing that much from a place of <laughs> anger, I go ahead and be like, you know what? This is better as a text message to Quayla. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> Unless you can get real, keep it to like two sentences, you know? That way you don't have to worry about all this bullshit. You got to figure out some strategy. I like to type it all out, cut it, and put it somewhere else. Like, just to let it simmer, let it sit. Because is it still relevant in the next five hours? 24? Maybe not. Yeah. (laughs) You know, because I just got tired of looking crazy when I don't feel... Let me tell you. I got tired of not feeling the same way <laughs> 12 hours when later. looking some shit. But I'm like, but you can't retract it because I'm like, no, I'm a real nigga and this is how I feel. Mm-mm. But I didn't grew up out of that too. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> While y'all doing that, my <laughs> method to the madness, and again, I show my ass during that whole relationship segment, is to just win. I'm like, oh, everybody's mad? Okay, well, I'm about to go over here and pick up a check or something. <laughs> like, I'm about to go over here and, like, start a new thing or, like, cook something. Like, I'd rather do that because this shit just, it knows no bounds. Like, it just gets so deep and it puts you at odds with the very people that you once loved. So, so you know, everybody right. has their different methods. White people who are confused um, because y'all in black business right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all so much for listening to the Black yes. Joy Mixtape. Um, a few takeaways that you should not take from Lovey is that there's a lot of labor happening out here in these Twitter streets. Yes. Now, who gets to define who is actually doing work and who isn't? Ain't honestly nobody business. Mm. Unless the person is literally snatching money out of communities, that's when it's a problem. When niggas keep crowdfunding for a school and ain't not damn piece <laughs> of ground being broken down into, somebody need to call that out. We looking at you, Omar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's fucked up, bro. But the the reality is white people do require a lot of resources. Woo. Y'all ask a lot of questions. So many Y'all, questions. And like, you know, it all depends. Some people are in the business of answering those questions. I really respect, love those people. They have the temperament for it. Some folks is like... <laughs> Ask me a question. I charge by the minute. And then there's people in the middle ground. Now, I'm not saying you need to go figure out who you can uh, exploit these people who are nice enough to answer all your questions. That might not be the route you need to take either because these people deserve to be paid. They just haven't realized the value and the knowledge that they are sharing. The point remains at all. Girl, don't get me started on how much black kids and black youth have contributed to creating culture on the internet and literally see nothing from it. Like, don't do that. Don't like, do don't, that. Because you got a check that's reliable now throw all these people under the bus because they're like, actually, I don't want to talk to you and if I must talk to you, it's going to cost you. Because you also know what it's like to have your brain picked for free. It's exhausting. <laughs> it's so much work. It's, especially as you're trying to live and survive. Trying to live and dealing with microaggressions in real life. 
mm-hmm. and then to have to come online to be asked these clarifying questions that you've known the answers to since she was a wee child, just just barely a thought in the world. But here this white person is good and grown, been out here for a very long time, just has no clue about it because their life or your lives have been insulated in this white-ass bubble. I say. So now here comes the part so, of the show where we pay for it. You know, <laughs> Black Joy Mixtape is running hours. <laughs> yes. PayPal.me. Yes. So first off, we just want to remind y'all that we love you. You know, work it out. It'll be okay. Secondly, uh, to our D.C. niggas, on Monday, we are turning up at Smith Public Trust at 9 p.m. on April 17th with Marco Pave and Alfred Banks. Alfred Banks. It's going to be a great time. You'll meet Jasmine and I. We're going to twerk some, get something. Um, It's going to be amazing. So where can they go to get their tickets, Jasmine? You can get the tickets at bitly.com, B-I-T-L-Y, forward slash River Kings, D.C. River Kings is lowercase, D.C. is in caps. Ashe. And look for the flyer. Ashe. Howard students, we coming for you. If you're already around Smith Public Trust, we got you. Columbia Heights, what's good? $10. I know you got it. I know you got it. And the potential drink specials. And just seeing all this magicalness. At a rap show, you get to see niggas be themselves. That's that's worth it. Just come and see my personal rap dream come true, hosting a rap show. Mm -hmm. I never thought I'd see this day. I'm thankful for Black Joy Mixtape. (laughs) I want to give a shout out to literally everyone. I feel like everyone I love in life is born in April. It's very peculiar. It's amazing. I totally want to get in on this. Yes. So one is Misha Lady. Misha Lady. She had her birthday this weekend. Mm -hmm. We literally danced the night away. That was so fun. It was so fun. (laughs) It was great. And y'all know we love us some Misha Lady. She's perfect. She actually has a show coming up. On the Black Joy mixtape that we can't wait to deliver to you all. But happy Exclusive. birthday. Happy birthday to that queen. Also, happy birthday to Jen Holleran, one of my deepest loves in the world. She was my RA when I went to Chatham. And now she's also just my sister friend and her wife, Abby Holleran, because I also married these two lovely ladies. They're mm-hmm. amazing. And then I also want to give my shout out longest for watching me miss someone. And I'm going to be so sad about this. I also want to give a special shout out to my baby sister, Devonna Phillips, who is turning 23 years old. I cannot fucking believe it. That's absurd. How old am I? Um, Who is turning 23 on April 15th, which is actually the day before my late grandmother, Mary Alice Phillips. Um, who has since left me and joined the ancestors and is a guiding star in my life, who I miss literally every day, and our family misses her every day. Um, I was just looking at her picture screaming, what do I do (laughs) with my life, which is often a practice of mine of like just missing her. So yeah, just so many great things. So many great energies were birthed into this world during this month. Shout out to the Aries of the world. Where I want to give a shout out to my Aunt Rosie, whose birthday was this month. Ow. Aunt Rosie is one of my favorite aunts since I was a very little girl. Sweetest thing. On this planet, you can't. Her name is Rosie for crying out loud. (laughs) 
Um, I would also like to give a shout out to the homie Gloria Malone, who has a birthday this month, as well as her daughter Leilani. I can't believe they're both born in this month too. And what is up? Just not only like this month, but only days. <laughs> yes, like, same with Abby and Jen. Like they're at the top and the end. I don't know if Leilani listens to this show, um, but Leilani turned eleven. Aww, no. I don't think she should be listening to this i don't know leilani woke as fuck though leilani is so i call leilani savage light it's a long backstory (laughs) behind it but just know that there's a savage light out here the the next generation is coming the next generation is so woke i'm just so excited and you know just just if you got teen preteen daughters in your life and you know you need them to have like the anti-role model hit me up you yes. know <laughs> yes my favorite story about Leilani because she's also brilliant and like such a deep reader <sighs> is that I spent the day with her I'm like okay we're going to the library of congress and when Leilani found out you couldn't touch the books bitch yes. she was like okay this is cute um can we go to the library now? Because this is whack. Just such an avid reader. She's great. Just She's going to change the world for sure. Ugh, I just love that girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and her mom, Gloria. We always referencing Gloria. Gloria's getting one year older, one year colder. Hey. Love you. Shout out to our listeners who are contributing to our PayPal. Like, y'all are holding it down. If you got a little money, just have a little money in the collection plate now. It's coming around. It's coming around. The collection plate is paypal.me backslash blackjoy. All right, Amber. All right. Where can they find you online, Jasmine? Uh, y'all can find me at Jazz On Your Mind across social media platforms. And I am Amber J. Phillips on Instagram and Twitter. To also follow my account on Facebook. Nobody want to follow you on Facebook. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. (laughs) I'm not going to accept because niggas be tripping out on me. Give the niggas what they actually want. I am doing a lot for you all Instagram (laughs) stories. I'm Beyonce to this bullshit. That mean, you know, because you're spending so much time on Insta story, your Snapchat is suffering. And we don't, we want to see that. <laughs> okay. Like, I just, <laughs> I feel like. She going to say your Snapchat The suffering. Instagram Snapchat beef is real. And I feel like you choosing Instagram right now and I'm not here for it. Okay. I'm going to give it more content. I'm going to really focus, hone in on my Snapchat. Next thing you know, you're going to be saying, you know, just follow my Facebook story. No. No. <laughs> that's gross (laughs) no I can't believe that fucking exists I can because Facebook on Instagram Facebook don't care that's true alright y'all that's us hit us up on Black Joy Mixtape theblackjoymixtape.com we have some special announcements coming up in May what is your quick hope for black futures my hope is that we get to experience love fully wholly healthily without harm Mm. yeah mine is going to be along those same lines i'm gonna have to double up my hope for black futures is that black women can be our full sexual selves with the people who claim to love us 
or our bodies or our sex without being belittled. Right. And without shame. Ashe. Ashe. This is Amber J. Phillips, the High Priestess of Black Joy. And this is Jazz, the King of the South. And you just listened to the, the Black big, Joy Mixtape. <laughs> 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 Your work and work it, dang, dang. The swickle, we could take your work and work it, dang, dang. The swickle, we could take your work and work it, dang, dang. The swickle, we could take your work and work it, dang, dang. The swickle, we could take your work and work it, dang, dang. The swickle, we could